it really comes down to the the woman on whether you have a baby or not. So me and you could get, you know, I can, you can get me pregnant. And at the end of the day, if I don't want to have a baby, you not having a baby. I absolutely have the authority. But, but, but the point this woman made though, was that she believes that a man, if a woman decides to have a child and the man said he did not want a child, he should have the right to opt out. David, how do you feel about the opt out? Single dad, why are you mad? Single dad, why are you mad? Single dad, why are you mad? Single dad, why 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 you mad? When I say you're never gonna live it down, I mean you're never gonna live it down. We've had this light skinned conversation. You see, I'm the same color as my wall. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the the yellow people don't show up. That's messed up. Ever ever gonna let it go? I'm gonna. Ride this until the wheels fall off. So I just want to say I've been teased about my complexion all my life. All right. We are recording and I'm going to say welcome to an episode of Single Dad, Why You Mad? We actually have a co-host today. There should be a name, right? Single Dad, Why You Mad? But single moms are never wrong. How about that, Rachel? <laughs> I would like to go on record as disputing that right away. So <laughs> single moms are wrong sometimes. I agree with you, Clark. I think but so. Yeah. Anyway. Rachel is with us today. Um, People have heard from Rachel before. We wanted a single mom's opinion on what we're about to do, which is why we have her here. Otherwise, you might get an echo chamber between me and Clark. Or you might not. I don't know. But uh, let's get started. So this week, we are doing something a little different. Um, We're playing some audio. And then after we play this audio, we're commenting on it. And first of all, none of these audios are connected in any manner, meaning neither of the people are speaking about any of the other people speaking in these audios. So the first audio is of Candy Burris from Real Housewives of Atlanta speaking about her and her daughter's relationship with the father of her first child. So I saw half of an episode where Candy was in the driveway with her daughter. Her daughter is getting ready to go to college and they bring up the fact that her her baby's daddy owes him about $100,000 in back child support. Um, He had just stopped paying and um, she was actually filing a case and going after him about it now. And uh, one of the things, you know, he said about her is, you know, you acting like a broke bitch, which um, the shit just fucking baffled me. Don't come out the blue talking about you want to co-parent. Like, that's just some bullshit on your end. How do you co-parent a kid that's almost 14 years old that you've never co-parented? You realize how old she is, right? You can just really communicate with her and try to build that relationship with her. I've been calling y'all. Y'all ain't been calling me back. When the last time you called me? We can do all that. I'm just trying to see how we can just start this off. I'm just trying to see where the bad blood comes from. You want to know where the bad blood comes from? Really? I'm not about to chase y'all to communicate with me. You, you said you're not going to chase me or Rob. That's what you said? I'm not chasing nobody. Had you been doing what you supposed to do, you wouldn't have to chase nobody. If had you been doing what you supposed to do, you would have been had communication with Riley and me. You irritate me how every other year you want to say, oh, I'm going to do better. And every, every time you do the same shit, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of you doing that shit over and over. Cause when I contact you, then I come to the rap out there. 
Cool, great. Bye. Why you gonna try to play like he don't know why I got attitude? I tried to be cordial with that man. And he's gonna sit here and talk about he called me. Let's go through the call log on my phone. That man don't call me. He doesn't call Riley. He might have texted her a couple times. If you know why she don't text him back. And then he say dumb sh like that. Well, I ain't gonna be chasing you or Riley. So that's it. Candy Burris. So I could not find that particular audio, but mm -hmm. I used this one instead simply because it spoke to the same message, right? Of, you know, being connected with and getting frustrated with not being able to connect. Rachel, you got anything to say about that? What's your immediate reaction to Candy? I can hear her pain in her, in her voice. You can definitely hear the pain. Um, she had some points about, you know, if you had been doing what you were supposed to be doing, there would be no need to try to get in your child's life. He's the father. He doesn't have to ask a child permission to be his parent, right? He has to go and try to be that child's parent, especially if you've been not showing up. This sort of thing where he's sitting there saying, I ain't going to chase y'all. Dude, yes, you do. You have to chase her. And I don't mean Chase Candy as much as I mean Chase's daughter. If your daughter doesn't want to... I think that he's trying to say or trying to blame it on Candy as the reason that his daughter does not communicate with him versus blaming it on himself that the reason that the daughter does not communicate with him. Is you know, it, it, it's funny because I, I hear this kind of shit a lot, right? Like, you know, in, in talking to dudes, I know who have kids and don't necessarily have the best relationship with the mom and, you know, by proxy don't necessarily have the best relationship with their kid. And they go, well, I'm their father. They should be looking for me or I'm their father. I shouldn't have to chase you to be your father. Motherfucker. Like you not in the house with them. You don't know what, what firstly, you don't know what the propaganda is. They're being fed. So you can't pass judgment on whether or not your kid, your, your kid is interested in hanging out with you or having a conversation with you because you're also not extending that olive branch. I've seen dudes who don't bang with their kids, who don't business with their kids, and then be mad like, "Oh, my kid didn't call me for Father's Day." You're not fucking fathering him, and, okay. I, and I mean, like, an, an adult dude. Like, I, like I see this with people who have thirty and forty year old kids, and you a seventy year old man mad that your kids don't business with you, but you ain't business with them for those years they've been alive. So, so, Clark, you said the propaganda they're being fed. Tell me what you mean by that. Because absolutely, you have situations where people co-parent very well together, right? Like, that, 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 that's the ultimate ideal. And whatever animosity we have between each other, we still got to keep the eye on the prize. The other side of the equation is you have people where the relationship has failed. And rather than going, hey, this is a failure of a relationship, and we still got to keep the eye on the prize, it's, you are a failure as a human being, and any opportunity I have to tell my children that you are a failure as a human being, I will take that opportunity. Rachel? I think there's anger in involved. Yeah, I think that sometimes the anger that the mom might feel for the dad crosses over into the child. But, but... I don't see that with Candy. Do you see Candy bad mouthing this dude? We I mean, don't know. You really, you don't really can't say you don't. You, you know, all of that is that stuff is scripted. You don't know if she's, you know, 
Right, because I mean, like, like I, I know a lot. I know a lot of people where you are fed, like, when your parents split and you live with one parent versus the other, or you spend more time with one parent versus the other. You know, you are fed certain information, and I've met a lot of dudes, or I know a lot of dudes whose kids have been told certain stuff about them, and it becomes that uphill battle of trying to reestablish the relationship and fight the propaganda that was fed to their kids. Like, even in searching for dudes to be on this show, one of the pieces of feedback that I get is, yo, man, like, I've just reestablished this relationship with my kid. Or my kid is just seeing my side of the story. I don't want to damage the relationship further by going on the, on the show and talking about what their mom said about me. So here's my problem. With it, but right? if someone is not taking care of your, your child, how do you not, how do you stop from your child from knowing that like how do you pretend like that doesn't that's not happening it's impossible because because what else what i'll say from the other side of the spectrum is yeah they may want to be involved in their kid's life but whatever animosity they have with the mother right. becomes so heavy and so oppressive that they go yo i can't deal but Clark, isn't the answer to that is to be involved with your kid from day one? How is it at in 2020? Kids are being born and the and, and it's still 100% assumed and relied that the kid is going to live with the mother 100% of the time. Because I, I, that because I carry that baby for 40 weeks. That's right. why he's going right. to be with me. So exactly the argument that Rachel is making is exactly yeah. the argument that the courts will make and exactly the argument that society will make. And, and, and the, the uphill battle that a dad has to fight to say, yo, this woman is not, even though she biologically carried this child, she is not in a position to parent this child in the way that I could. Let a dad go to court and sue for custody. Yeah. Like that 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 I'm that, that, that so, that's so a crusade. But I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing that. I'm saying okay, right? The child is two months, three months, six months. They're a hundred percent with you know the mom. Obviously, there's a whole bunch of nurturing that goes on there. But I'm talking about at a year old, right? And they say it in the courts. It's written into the thing. We we look to have both parents equally involved in a child's life. That's the push, right, in New York. I'm saying that the, the, the natural assumption, forget the courts, take the courts out of it. Right, right. Dads, after they have these kids, is that he's going to live with the mom and that I'm going to come visit every now and then and whatever else it is. Why not start that relationship there, though? Why not start? So, 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 so at I a, think there's a lot of factors are going From there. a Go year ahead. old, but from a year old, why am I not spending just as much time with my kid as his mother is? Why am I not going and picking up my kid on every weekend and keeping them over the weekend so that mom gives a break, plus I get to bond with my kid versus anything else? Because I said this before and I'll say it again. I don't trust nobody to raise my kid by themselves. I don't trust my mother to raise my kid by herself. I love my mother and she's dead and gone now and she saved my life, but she was fucking nuts. I don't trust my mother to so, raise my kid so, all by herself. So so think about that, right? But also think, think about if you're a dude who your father and didn't fuck with you, it's going to be hard for you to resonate 
and, 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 and compute how to be a dad, right? Like, I look at my dad, and it wasn't until I was maybe in my, like, my late 20s or 30s and sitting down to have a conversation with my dad, and I really realized, like, oh, shit, he had, like, no relationship with his father. Like, his father took off from Barbados to the United States and really had no hand in raising him. So then it resonated for him, though, but it worked for but, him. But, but, he, but he had, but he's, he's an anomaly. And he had, he had male figures in his life who showed him what it meant to be an involved father figure. Why can't this dude just be a piece of shit? Yeah, he could be. He's not. I'm not saying that he's not. I'm not saying that he's not. I'm saying that there's a lot of instances where dudes don't know. You don't know, and you're not. You you've not been built for it, and you've not been programmed for it. Okay, let's 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 try it this way, right, Rachel? Yeah. Have you had any instances where you found yourself speaking badly about your co-parent and had to check yourself? What are you smiling for? Because Makai has checked me. Yeah. I would be on the phone saying something to someone and he would say, don't talk about my father like that. So, yeah, he would. I, I was angry. How do you not be angry? When things fall apart, how do and 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 if you think about Candy, here she is, this celebrity having a baby by someone, and he didn't want anything to do with her from day one. Meaning Riley, that would hurt me. I would be very bitter about that. How would I cover that up? How would my child not know that I'm angry that your father wants nothing to do with you? That would bother me. And like yeah, he could be a piece of shit, but that would hurt me. And I would say, like, the thing I was, the point I was trying to get across is what ends up happening a lot of the times is that anger is now poured over the relationship with the child. So, so Rachel, was that your case? Is that it was his, it, your anger came from him not wanting to be with you? Um, My anger was for how he fucked up the relationship. It was what he did to me, well, what I felt he did to me, that was the anger. Anger, But um, also it was when I first came out to New Jersey, he was very um, attentive. You know, he was coming to see my son quite often. Once he realized that um, me and him would never, ever be And I'm not saying that he wanted to be with me and have a relationship. I definitely know he wanted to sleep with me. But um, once I, you know, I, he realized that we weren't going to be together. Those visits came far and, you know, and, you know, it, it would be like maybe twice a month, went down to maybe every six months he would come and see him. And, um, eventually I can't tell you, I mean, they talk all the time. I don't know the last time he came in, um, visit, but I don't pay attention to that because like I said, he's 17. There's times where he comes in a room and says, my dad's here. I'm going with dad, you know, but, um, my anger was with the way he did the relationship, the way he treated me in the relationship. That's what my anger is. And then eventually it became child support and him trying to get over. Clark, has there been an instance where um, you found yourself 
expressing any hostility toward your co-parent. Absolutely. In front of the kids, and you had to check yourself, or they had to check you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we get along famously sometimes, and then there's times where we don't fuck with each other for six months. We're just like, you know, pick the kids up or drop the kids off, and, and, and that's it. And during those times, like, she tends to be a lot more passionate and a lot more vocal than I am, particularly about things, like, she's frustrated about. So she would articulate things and say things, and I'm like, you know, I ain't saying shit because I, I don't, I don't want to add to the animosity or, you know, that's not true or that's not accurate or that's not a full story, but, you know, whatever. You know, trying to take the high road. But there have absolutely been times where my Popeye comes out and I go, that's all I can stand. I can't stand no more. And I start saying some shit. And I'm like, oh, you want to talk? Okay, boom. And blah, 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 blah. And then in, in, in times where we, we've argued in person, right? And, and they're standing there watching us like, I've absolutely fallen victim to it. I've absolutely said shit that I shouldn't have in front of my kids. Um, but, but yeah, I've fallen victim. to you about it, though? The kids never called you on it? Oh, they, they have. And I, try, I endeavor to be better and do better. As much as I'm loath to admit it, I'm human. So sometimes in, in moments of frustration, I'm like, yo, this woman, this shit I got to deal with. So I can think personally of twice when it's happened here, right? Just twice, David. <laughs> um, in front of Miles, yeah. What are you talking okay. about? You're talking about okay. without... Oh, he, he, he's, no, he's, he's, he's young yet. He's young. Wait. Just yeah, that's wait. true. Yeah. That's right. He's only been around. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You, okay. Yeah, so there was once... Um, where I was going to pick him up from his grandmother and me in Jersey and me and his mom. I forget what it was about, but I remember them trying to have a conversation with me about it. And I gave them the, you know, the face was, what the fuck are you talking about? But, you know, you could tell that, you know, and he looked at me and then looked away and was looking at TV like he was pretending that he wasn't listening. And he couldn't have been more than two and a half, three years old at the most. And that's when I said to myself, he's paying attention. Mm-hmm. And then there was another time, um, sort of around this same time, when he was at his grandma's over the weekend, and then his aunt, you know, her sister brought him into um, Penn Station, where I went to pick him up. And his sister and I were just going back and forth on about what was going on here. And I had him by the hand, and I was using she, 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 instead of saying the actual, you know, name. And at mm-hmm. one point, I felt him pulling on my arm, like, let's go, daddy. And again, yeah. he was around the same age, you know. And that was when I, you know, um, after those times, and those were both around the same time, um, I decided that, uh, you know, I was going to limit, if not eliminate, any conversations I would have about her in his presence. Because um, what, you, what you'll find as he gets older, right, is if you are in your kid's life, your kid can see the man that you are, regardless of what bullshit they're being fed. But I think that's the problem, though, Clark. I think that's the problem in this situation and in a lot of situations is that he was not actively involved. Right. But I think that's intentional, though. But dudes don't see the long game. I think think it's dudes don't see the long game. No, he didn't want No, No, I'm saying he didn't want to be. It's easier to let somebody else raise him so I don't have to be involved. It's easier to give the responsibility to somebody else. This shit is work raising these kids. Oh, absolutely. don't want to work. Absolutely. But uh, but, uh, here's here's what I'll say. I I think it varies from case to case. Because I've met a lot of dudes who 
love the idea of being a father. We're impassioned about the idea of being a father. And then their baby moms, because they're angry at them, pick up and fucking move somewhere with the kid. That's a great question. Stop right there. Rachel, if your son's father was as involved, like on a 50-50 kind of involvement from day one, would you have moved from Brooklyn to Jersey? Even if y'all were breaking up, so I needed to leave. I needed to get away because he was. And I'm talking about like involved. If he no, involved I probably that. wouldn't because I would have felt bad about taking my son away from him. If he was fifty percent involved, I would feel guilt about taking him away from to another um, state. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have. So you could have got separate apartments. You could have lived in separate places, but to leave the state, like even move to a different borough. Yeah. But to leave the state. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and I'll, and I'll say like, and that, yeah, speaks, I, that speaks to your character and, and the individual you are, Rachel, but not everybody has that character, but we don't, let's not get stuck here. So, um, Morris Chestnut Clark, you want to introduce that video, that, that audio? Yeah. So, so in Morris's situation, right. Um, like we, 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 we we talked about it. He received a jacket, right? He basically had somebody that he was involved in a relationship with and well, not even a relationship, a situation ship. They were, they were basically, you know, bumping up friends. Yeah. Right. They're friends with benefits or what, whatever mm-hmm. new of the numerous names that we call it. 17, 18 years old. Right? right. So they, so basically they were babies, right? He had this young person or he had this baby that he believed was his. And for three years of his life and three years of that kid's life, he was involved and engaged. And now you fast forward 20 something years and the mother still hasn't told the kid the truth. Um, recently someone came out and said that I was a deadbeat dad and, you know, he's been my son and, you know, for, I mean, he's been my son that I hadn't been speaking about for all these years. And basically what happened was uh, back when I was 17 years old, I got involved with a consensual friendship with someone. It wasn't a relationship. We never, you know, we never went on dates. We never, you know, went to eat. You smashed. It. Yeah, that's what it was. It was one of those. Okay, I'll let you say it. It was one of those types of situations. And um, and then you know, after a while, she came up and she told me she was pregnant. And uh, I was like, okay, at that time, I was 18 years old. I said, okay, I'm gonna step up and do the right thing. Oh, you didn't run like Ricky did when you <laughs> <laughs> no, I never, I never run from my responsibilities, man. That's one thing. That's one thing about myself. Is like I always look at all my situations. All my past situations in life, my failures and my successes, and I'll take responsibility, you know, for them all. And so if that was the case, what she told me at the time, you know, I stepped up and said, okay, I'll be a father, you know, to the child. Um, and then he reported, he said basically, and he, I don't know, basically, I don't fault him for saying what he's saying because I feel that he's been uh, told lies all of his life, mm-hmm. you know, by his mother. But uh, he says that I, I left after uh, Boys in the Hood came out. And I just all of a sudden up and left and got another family. But that's not what happened. Basically, what happened was she put the baby on me. Um, I tried to step them and do the right thing. We were, we, weren't, we were together for the wrong reasons. And we tried to make it work. We were together breaking up, together breaking up. And then all of a sudden, um, I did get Boys in the Hood. The movie came out. But this time that we broke up, instead of it just being a regular breakup, I'm getting hit with a paternity. Yeah, trap. Yeah, oh, now, now like, yeah, exactly. So now, you know, she's hit me with a suit. Her and her mother lawyered up or whatever. And then, so then I had to do the same thing. And at that time, we had to take a paternity test. And it came out that I was not the father of the child. 
Yeah. 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 So then now, and to me, you know, I think to this point, I mean, I understand where he's coming from because, uh, you know, he's been, you know, lied to and brainwashed all of his life. And I think people should really ease up on him on the internet because, you know, you can only imagine going through certain things as a child and that, that goes into your, um, you know, your adult life. Um, you're a product of your experiences in your environment. So I, I don't really blame him. I'm disappointed in him. Um, but I really blame her for a certain extent because, you know, she's been saying stuff throughout the internet, you know, for years talking about how I'm a deadbeat father, but never once did she mention what I'm the situation not your dad. was. Exactly. Exactly. I thought you because you were there when it came to when he was born. Right. Right, right, right. It's just cool. It's not yours. Yeah, you know, it was it it was it, it was it was very difficult, you know, because it wasn't even just me involved. It was my my mother feeling that she had her first grandchild, um, my sister. Um, it was family that was involved. How old was he? Trying to? Uh, he was about he was about three about three years. Uh, three years invested. Up. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's three years. Yeah, it's three years and all. So they said, you know, it says that I left, and I didn't, it wasn't even a factor me just leaving. It was a situation where I was like, listen, you need to tell him who his father is, so he can establish a relationship. And the same way that you and your mother are coming after me for money, go you need to go and go after him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, apparently that never happened. And I think the first time he was three, I didn't talk to him and tell him that I wasn't his father at three. But once he got older, I, you know, I sat him down and said, listen, I'm not your father. It was like the first time he heard it. It's, it's a tough situation for him, so I don't really blame him. I'm disappointed, but um, it's something that I felt that I thought that his mother was telling him. After yeah. they tried to hit me with the suit and, we, you know, we weren't getting along and very, I mean, her mother and her, they weren't. Obviously, they were very angry. Um, it, you couldn't really communicate. You can't communicate with somebody like that. Like, the mother knew where she was and knew, knew what she was doing. And like, and, and I've sat down, and I've had conversations with female friends of mine who have had pregnancy, and it's like, it's a toss-up. Because in the same way that dudes may be sleeping with multiple women, women may be sleeping with multiple men. Right? And when a, preg when a pregnancy pops up, stop then right it becomes... Stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. Rachel? Yes. What do you think about women that are sleeping with multiple men without protection, <laughs> without protection and can get pregnant by any of them at the, at that at the moment? What do you think about that? So I have a, a, a secret addiction to Maury. <laughs> no. I love the paternity episodes. And I'm so judgy. Like when I when you hear about these women not knowing who their baby's father is and they bringing all of these people in to get tested and you are not the father, I'm one of the biggest judges. You know, I'm cursing at the woman on the TV. So, um, listen, that doesn't work for me. If you want to sleep with a whole bunch of people without protection. That's you know, Rachel, that's your business. But I, I, it's not. It doesn't work for me. I, right. I can't do that. It doesn't that's work your, for me. That's your even moral as compass. a teenager, even even as a young adult, I can't do it. So, Rachel, you do not believe in a whole phase. No, I've never had a whole phase, and I'm being honest. But you don't believe in people should be able to have whole faith. No, I think you should listen. Whatever works for you. I'm talking about me. Whatever works for you. Oh. That's that. That has nothing to do with me. Well, I'm now, asking, I, you, said I, you said you're one of the most judgy people. No, I, I am, but that's. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna judge. She 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 gonna judge. She she's just saying like, no, I'm judging. You, so, I, I, I I believe in your right to do it, but that don't mean I ain't gonna cast a, a side eye at you when you do this shit. Okay, it kind of touches into the other clip that we had. The belief that like, oh, I slept with this dude. 
we didn't use a condom, so it's his responsibility to be a father because he didn't put a condom on it. And I, and I said to him, I said, listen, you were there too. It's both of you who were there in that situation. But before we get there, though, Clark, how do you think and how do you feel about the person who did not tell their kid that this is not their daddy? I, I think you're a piece of shit. That's still going around calling him a deadbeat dad. Right. And the son, too, right? The son was right. also saying. Because, because the son is a victim of the propaganda he's been fed his entire life. Brainwashing is brainwashing. You feel that if your mom is telling you some shit your entire life, you grow up, you live in a house with your mother, you're eating the food your mom's cooked, you hug up with your mother and your mother comforts you and kisses your boo-boos, and your mom is telling you a story. You have any reason to believe, believe your mom is a liar? Yes. Yes. Glory used to tell a whole bunch of lies all the time. But you, but it took you a minute. Rachel, it, no, no, I knew early on. It took mother you a minute. Was shit. It Rachel. took you a minute to realize what the bullshit was. No. I agree with you, Clark. It took me until my adulthood it to see my to mother right. for who she was. Yes. You didn't realize that like about 17, 18, your mama and dad. No, right. I did not. Well, I about absolutely it. Uh, did not. First I knew first that Gloria and Sydney were full of shit. And somewhere around 17, 18 years old. <laughs> but, but right, it took you 17, 18 years old, which is functionally an adult. And then you also had some you also had sounding boards who were who were calling probably calling that bullshit out. So the mom is not saying anything, and I'm trying to look at it from her perspective. Right. You've been acting like his father for the past three years. You already took on the responsibility of fatherhood. You should continue with that responsibility just because. Right. Let's just say that's the I'm 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 doing devil's advocate. Let's just and, I, and, I, and I'm saying as devil's advocate, like which what's funny is but why I, wouldn't she go after the real father? Because the real father, probably, the real oh, father yeah. probably doesn't have a movie deal. Yeah. Well, right. Okay. Number two. She, number yeah. two. Yes. The, the real father. The real father doesn't have a movie deal, or the real father doesn't isn't as respectable. So the real father is the dude in the wheelchair from Boys in the Hood, not Ricky, and she he ain't got no career, so she said no, thank you. Right. Do you think there's a possibility that she could still be telling the kid, "No, he's really your father. He's lying to you." I'm sure. I'm sure she is. If the kid, if well, the how kid old is, is he at this point? Do you know? He's in, he's in his twenties. I think fourteen. He 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 took. He said he told them when he was around ten years old, and he said he's seen something as late as 2014, 2016, and the kid is older now, and the kid has posted some stuff. Right. And he also said that he told the kid that he wasn't his father. And he, he, told, he told the kid, that, yeah, because he, he found that at three. Yes, it was the first was, time he ever heard it. Yeah. He found that at three, and then he told he had the conversation with the kid when the kid was like nine or ten. I don't know if I could be in a kid's life as their father and be like, your mom fucking deceived me, and because your mom ain't shit, I can't bang with you anymore. If I were to find out tomorrow that any one of my girls was not mine, <laughs> right, that's in the case, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> listen, I would, I would, I would, so, I would, be, I would be livid as fuck. Yeah. So I thought the but, same thing when I was listening. Let me find but out all, all three, of, but all three of my cubs are my cubs I'm crushing somebody's skull. Right. Somebody's listen, daddy, skull. daddy will love you from prison, but all three of you are my cubs. That's it. We've already established that bond. And that, that, that goes beyond the biological at this point, at least for me. Yes. What I think is the fucked up thing is women who do that shit count on the moral fiber, the good guy quality 
of the guy that they hang the jacket on. So I, I wanted to say something about parallels between this Morris Chestnut and the Candy Burris, right? Right. Which is not going to, um, I'm not sure, parallel into the to, to the last clip, but mm -hmm. will parallel into a discussion I want to have after that. There are some people that you just cannot talk to. There are some people that you just cannot get through to. There are some people who are just never going to get it. If this woman to this day is still trying to hang this on him and call him a deadbeat dad and not telling her son the truth and not going to her son and saying, yeah, I fucked up, my bad, he's not a deadbeat dad, so on and so forth. If Candy Burris's daughter's father is not at some point saying to himself, my bad, I fucked up, right. they may never will. And I think that they're in this land, in this country, in in these people that we interact with. There's just some people that's like talking to the fucking wall. You're wasting your motherfucking time. So this next clip. Jog my memory a little because I just listened to it once. There is a podcast. It's called See the Thing Is, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it's three women and they often talk about intermixed with, you know, their recommendations on music. Um, their feelings on, um, you know, pop culture and popular topics, you know, they could talk about Kim and Kanye's divorce, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So there was a woman who was posting about how her baby daddy ain't shit and he wasn't there, you know, for the birthing and so on and so forth, right? One of the women talks about how she is tired of hearing women complain about how this dude is not around, so on and so forth. How, if you had a baby, at what point do you have a baby because you want to have a baby? At what point do you, are, are women getting involved or, or getting pregnant because they want to be mothers, not because, you know, this dude is there um, to parent with them um, and how she's tired of, you know, hearing this conversation. I want to um, ask you guys, a lot of a lot of people when it comes to pregnancy, specifically men with money, I'll say it's weird that poor men also think the same, but uh, <laughs> there's there's a narrative that the women... Audacity. Girl, I'll be watching more of you to be poor I'll be, I'll be watching more as a rich man. Yo, I'll be watching more of them niggas that work at Target in the post office be like, yo, she wanted to trap me for child support. Like, keep your $400 a month, sir. Jeez. But I just... I mean, I'm just saying, like, there yeah. is a narrative that men feel as though they are being trapped by women when it comes to to having children. And to me, I mean, my take on this, of course, here we go. Me and Bridget differ. We talked about this off camera. But I believe that when you lay down with a person, whether you're with them or whether you're not, if you have unprotected sex, we all know because we're adults that... What happens as a possibility of unprotected sex is pregnancy. Therefore, if you don't want a child with someone, maybe you shouldn't be fucking laying up with them having unprotected sex. I agree. And so if a baby is made, yeah, you now have to fill in the responsibility of being a fucking parent. Um... <laughs> I have I have an un, I have an unpopular idea to introduce to this conversation. And I I say this as a woman that has been pregnant before mm -hmm. and has miscarried and also has terminated. So being in that position, um, I'm a woman and what I do with my body is my decision. I agree with you when two people come together, it takes two to tango. Two people come together during the conception, it takes two to make that decision. At some point, 
once that once the baby is conceived, then the decision going forward lies. The responsibility is solely on the woman to make that choice. I think that there should be some room for consideration that a man has the right to decide not to participate. And I say that because as a woman, I decide what to do with my body. And if I'm making that decision without the man that laid down with me, I'm then trumping by making that decision about my body. I'm then trumping the mutual decision that was had upon conception. And I think that in certain these situations, those conversations need to be had. Of granted, most of these people are not emotionally mature enough to have this conversation, so we'll True. say that. But I think that conversation still needs to be had because, sadly, in most of these scenarios, the testimonies from these women are never that I just wanted to be a mom. I felt it in my spirit that it was time for me to be a mother and I wanted to have a baby. We don't hear that. What we hear is men ain't shit. Oh, well, he told me he wanted to. If you're going to be responsible for your body and make the decision for your body, for yourself, for your for your soul, for your life, you have to understand a man may or has has the authority to to decide whether or not to participate. I don't want to get into the moral code of that's wrong and that's right. I don't want to to me. All of that is circumstantial where this is concerned. But I think in terms of trap, the idea of trapping a man. In order to trap somebody, that means you have an advantage and you're taking advantage. So if you have this decision and women, we have this power because we are the ones that carry the baby for nine months. We have that decision. We have that power. With great power comes great responsibility. So if you want to trump the mutual decision that y'all made upon conception with your decision and that he's not really down to ride for, you have to take what comes with that. And most of these men, to be honest, a situation like this, he's going back and forth disappear you doing all this this is trash by the way not condoning this type not condoning any of this whatsoever right but i guarantee there were probably conversations between them prior to this prior to her getting pregnant where he made it clear this is not the direction i want to go and then you can't turn around as a woman and say well you had sex with me and so no ma'am we say this all the time a man is going to tell you or show you whether or not this is really where he wants to be and if the actions and the words do not align ladies Ladies, 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 you have to understand whatever decision you make is going to be your decision and you got to take what comes with that. And if you want to be a mother, then that needs to be the place where you, then that needs to be the place you're coming from when you make that decision. Mm. Not, well, you said that you, so you going to keep a baby because a man said that he wanted to have a baby with you? Not because you want to be a mother? Like, I just, okay. I don't want to, to me, I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to hear any of this anymore. I want to hear from women that that get pregnant and revel in that moment of joy, of procreation, to feel like they are walking in purpose to be a mother, to mother a child. Not of the check. Exactly. I don't want to hear. Exactly. I don't want to hear about this other shit. If you want to be a mother, be a mother. That is that is your that is your God given right. blessing to mm. be able to bring earth, bring life to this earth. And I wanted to know your feelings on that. You said you only listened to it once, so <laughs> obviously uh, it didn't stick with you. No. I remember one of them saying, I don't know who it was because I didn't recognize the voice. So to summarize, it really, one of them had a point. It really comes down to the the woman on whether you have a baby or not. So me and you could get, you know, I can, you can get me pregnant. And at the end of the day, if I don't want to have a baby, you not having a baby. I absolutely have the authority. I can change my mind. We could go in and say, yeah, we want to have a baby 
And I could say, well, you know what? I'm pregnant, but I'm really not sure that I'm really ready to be a mother. Or you could tell me, no, I don't want any children. And we have, and I don't care if you get me pregnant, right? Let's say we're seeing each other. You've made it clear that you don't want any children. And I happen to get pregnant. And I decide, I'm the one who decides, not you. Even though you said you didn't want to have um, any children and Although we might have had sex with no protection, we might have had sex with protection and something happened. At the end of the day, I have the, a woman has the final say, regardless about what, how you feel. But, but, but the point this woman made, though, was that she believes that a man, if a woman decides to have a child and the man said he did not want a child, he should have the right to opt out. So, so what, what I'm saying is, when, when I had this conversation with, with this group of, of single moms, it was, oh, why do, why do guys say I feel like I'm trapped? Or why do guys decide to opt out? And it was exactly that. Because at the end of the day, ultimately, we have no say. We, your body is your body. And yes, you absolutely have extreme conditions reduce force and coerce women into doing shit they don't want to do on one side of the spectrum or the other. But for the most part, regardless of the conversation that was had, regardless of the pre-discussion that was had, regardless of the man's life situation, you change your mind as a woman, whatever decision you, you go along with, he just got to rock with it. You, but do you think that he should have the right to opt out? If he said, I don't want to have a baby, and she says, well, I, I am going to have this baby, should he have the right to opt out and she not be able to come after him? I, I would say this. I don't think that you should have the, the right to opt out because once the, once again, my programming and, and, and what I received as a child well, what I was shown and ultimately as a dad is that child did not choose to come here. Right. And, and one of the comments that was made in that audio early on is like, oh, you have all these dudes talking about, oh, uh, you know, you got guys with, with shitty jobs talking about, <laughs> oh, you know, they after me for my money. The reality is that a lot of times he's still a come up for this woman. Rachel, I know someone who was, I won't say any names, but I know someone who was receiving welfare and um, for most of her children and had a come up, had a baby with a married man and gets a nice little check every month. Right. Right. And, and the thing is, he don't have a thousand dollars. He don't have to be a multimillionaire. He just had to and be that's doing to come up. what you're doing. Exactly. I get that. I get that. That that sounds rational to me that you should be able to um, opt out. But what if you never had that conversation? I never had a conversation about having children. And I have one. I never had that conversation. We don't have these type of um, conversations before we get into a relationship. We just get into a relationship and then we see, we, we find out all, about all of the baggage and all of the shit. How you I were treated on this place. up front and look where the fuck I am. Right. But look at what, yeah. Exactly. Well, that, that, that's, that's exemplary of it. And we I think, think it also takes, about that shit. it takes a level of maturity to say, I'm, you know, I'm going to have this baby by myself and I'm going to take care of this baby by my, myself and I don't need anything from you. I don't think everyone is 
at that point Absolutely in life where they could say, you know. And, and most of us when we're coupling aren't at that, aren't at an age or maturity level where we can think that through. David, how do you feel about the opt out? So um, I feel that from a, a, a father, as a father, right? Um, I would never, uh, uh, um, if I got somebody pregnant and she said, and I did not want her to be pregnant, and she said, I'm having this baby anyway, I would not opt out. I wanted to have a baby, right? So if she was not involved, was not around, and was not contributing financially, unless he wanted to find her, I wouldn't go looking for her. Okay. And I'm, saying, I'm saying whoever she is, like if, whoever it was. I mean, but that's, that's, that's real though, right? That, 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 that's a real thing. Do you also think that having love for that person helps with you sticking around, not being in love, but at some point having some sort of love for that person? I, I will say this. Their mom and I have had situations in our lives where we were the only two people that we could depend on. It took a lot of introspection. It took me sitting through therapy to go, this is why I give her the bandwidth of, of understanding and, 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 and leeway that I do in my interactions with her because we have that relationship. And yeah, I know that ultimately, even if we're not getting along, we're going to come through for each other. That said, I know a lot of dudes who don't have that with their kids' mothers, but it's my devotion and my love for my kids okay. that, that, that allows me to push through. I'm, she- I'm just curious to know sometimes why it is easy for some men to walk away. Well, walk away from what, though? Children. From children, I, I think going back to that, that thing, they see those children and as a product of that relationship and that relationship. So what if there was no relationship? What if it was like a one night stand? Because do right. you know, so, there are a lot of women who have children yeah. with people they barely know, you know? Right. And that, 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 that can, I just, too. can I just say though, Clark, that uh, we disagree on that point that, you know, this, uh, um, I see the woman as a product and all that. I just think they're fucking assholes. Listen, I I, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying I agree. I'm, I'm just saying, saying I'm, I just I'm providing think, perspective. Okay, I'm just saying I think that they do that shit because they're lazy and because it's easy and because they know that society is not going to look at them as bad as if a woman walks away. Because because I'll because I'll tell you the fucked up thing is because those think will they be the, look, think about all of that. I don't, I don't, I don't even think, think they think, think about they do. all of that. I don't, I don't think, think you do. have to. I think it's I think it's I think it's second nature. Because I've seen a lot of those dudes who do that and then easily go and start a new relationship with a new woman and take and, care of someone else's fucking kids. model <laughs> fucking fathers, model and not, stepfathers and model fathers for the children they have afterward. And, yeah. he's, and, and, and that makes him from, from where I said a bigger asshole. But yeah. um, we've been at this for a little while. Rachel, thank you for being here with us. We appreciate you. Clark, uh, call to action. Ladies, gentlemen, and consenting adults. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Single Dad Why You Mad podcast. Single mom, never wrong. (laughs) (laughs) We appreciate you. We appreciate you listening and tuning in. Most of all, we appreciate you telling your friends. So follow us on Instagram. Follow us on anywhere that you can find podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. 
Rate us, review, tell your friends. David, you got anything to add? Rachel, do you have anything to add? No, it was a pleasure. You're supposed to say single dad while you're mad, Rachel. Okay, I can do that. You ready? <laughs> Stick to the script, Rachel. Stick to the script. Let, let, let's hear it. Come on. Come on. Come on. Do it. Okay. Do it. Single dad, why you mad? 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 Single dad, why you mad?